listening to the Dear POTUS podcast for Thursday, May 11th, 2017. After an unbroken string of some 70-something podcasts, you haven't heard from me for a while. My father passed away last Thursday, May 4th. I was lucky to spend much of the last few weeks of his life with him and with my family, and I've spent the days since then with my family and then catching up on sleep and getting back to work and my routine. My father passed on the day that the House passed their preposterous Republican health bill, and it was important for me to unplug from the news for a little while and to focus on the personal emotional turbulence and let some of the political emotional turbulence go. I enjoyed my break from the news, and if I'm honest, I enjoyed my break from the podcast. It gave me some time to reflect, also to rest and be with my loved ones. I really like doing this podcast, but it takes a tremendous amount of time. Several people have suggested ways that I could turn it into something more, that I could monetize it or use it as a springboard to other things. But I don't want to monetize my activism, and I don't want to be a political commentator. I am first and foremost an artist, and while that is a political position of sorts, it's also important that I keep my time and my energy and my focus more clearly on my art. This podcast took more than 20 hours a week to do in its previous iterations, and that was really good and important to help me get through the first 100 days, to help me focus my thinking, and to help me focus my activism. I hope it helped you focus some of those things as well, and I hope it led to a lot of phone calls and letters going out. I'm going to keep doing this podcast, but I'm going to do it a little bit less frequently. I'm not going to set a schedule yet. I'm going to do it when I am moved, probably two or three times a week. That will help me get back to my artistic work. And I also hope that it will help me write some more thoughtful and more deeply researched letters to the president. I hope you'll keep listening. I hope it will get more interesting. And I hope that I can get a little bit less mad and a little bit more focused. We'll see about that last one. The firing of FBI Director James Comey a few days ago has ignited a firestorm in Washington and around the country. That's good. It's an incendiary topic, and it was an incendiary move. I'm glad to see that not only citizens, but Republican and Democratic lawmakers alike, are skeptical of the timing of Comey's firing and question the motivations of the Trump administration. There's a lot to read and a lot to say about this topic. There are a lot of phone calls to make and a lot of letters to send. There may even be more podcasts about it. But for today's episode, episode 78, I sent the following letter to the White House. Dear President Trump, I have the deepest respect for your office, but no respect for you as a man or as a leader. Today I made a battery of phone calls and sent out a flotilla of letters to senators and the Justice Department. I demanded a full accounting of the firing of James Comey as FBI director and a special prosecutor and independent Russia probe as well. I addressed letters to vulnerable Republicans facing re-election, and I called my representative in the House and voiced my support for H.R. 356, the Protecting Our Democracy Act, that would establish an independent commission to investigate Russian interference in the 2016 presidential election. You are the hypocrite in this situation, Mr. President, and we the people see you for what you are. You say you acted quickly to fire Mr. Comey on the recommendation of Deputy Attorney General Rosenstein, but Mr. Rosenstein has said that you had already decided to fire Comey at the time you asked for legal counsel. You say you acted quickly to fire Mr. Comey on the grounds of his mishandling of the Clinton email investigation, but that investigation was months and months ago, and your letter dismissing Mr. Comey made no mention of it. What your letter of dismissal did mention was Russia several times, and you fired Mr. Comey scant days after he asked for more resources to bolster his Russia investigation. All evidence suggests that you acted quickly to fire Mr. Comey on the grounds of his increased efforts to investigate Russia and your collusion with the Kremlin. 
You have also claimed that Democrats have no business criticizing your firing of Mr. Comey because many Democrats wanted him gone months ago. Mr. President, it is possible to disapprove of Mr. Comey's job performance and also to question your motivation for firing him. Because you have proven, over and over again, to be a self-interested, crooked liar, it would be insane for Democrats and Republicans alike not to question your motivations. As the Michael Flynn investigation intensifies, as you continue to welcome Russians to the Oval Office but shut out U.S. reporters, as you continue your assault on American democracy, we will continue to demand truth and transparency. It has become clear that you want your investigation handled by your allies. How Nixonian of you. A full investigation into Russian election tampering and a full understanding of your collusion with the Russians is the only way to ensure that such attacks do not happen again, is the only way to ensure the continued health of our democracy. If you have nothing to hide, you should welcome these investigations as the vigorous defense of a great nation. You represent a minority. I stand with the majority. Sincerely, Henry Clark. I made a lot of phone calls and I mailed a lot of letters. I did it over the last few days. And because there's not likely to be another podcast tomorrow, you've got a couple of days to catch up. To begin with, please call your senators and request that Mr. Rosenstein appoint an independent special prosecutor to investigate Russia's involvement with the Trump campaign and the 2016 election. The main congressional switchboard number is 202-225-3121. You can ask for your senators by name or by state. Then go ahead and call the Justice Department directly and make the same request. The Justice Department's number is 202-353-1555. Give them your name, your city, and your zip code, and again request that Mr. Rosenstein appoint an independent special prosecutor. When you hang up with the Justice Department, keep the phone working and call your representative in the House and ask them to support Nancy Pelosi's H.R. 356, the Protecting Our Democracy Act, which the minority leader wants to bring to a vote on the first day of the next session. Then, if you're still feeling frisky and want to send some letters to Republican lawmakers, I recommend Representative Barbara Comstock, Republican from Virginia, who is now in support of an independent investigation, and Representative Carlos Curbelo, Republican of Florida, who supports a select committee. Tell them you agree with their positions and hope they will continue to press for an independent investigation. You can write to Representative Comstock at 229 Cannon House Office Building, Washington, D.C., 20515, and you can write to Representative Curbelo at 1404 Longworth HOB, Washington, D.C., 20515. And if you're still not tired, Republican Senators John McCain, Bob Corker, Ben Sasse, Jeff Flake, and Richard Burr have all expressed their unease at the Comey firing, so go ahead and lean on them to act as well. Their contact information is all available online. If you'd like to send your own letter to the president, address it to President Donald Trump, the White House, 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue Northwest, Washington, D.C., 20500. Be civil, be honest, and feel free to copy or borrow from mine. If you appreciate the podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. And you can find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash springofsprings. Have a great day, and I'll talk to you soon.